Welcome everybody to a to a, a buttoned up bowl of dude soup, sutured up. Uh, but I I got my surgery. Everything's good. So I realized um, this this medical procedure, probably the most important one of my life, both started and ended on a podcast. Wait, catch me up. What happened? Uh, okay, so I had a para umbilical hernia, which is uh, so in your belly button. They're, they're basically I'm I'm now suddenly a, an expert on hernias because I've been to a lot of doctors about it. So and on a man's body. <laughs> There are there are three places where hernias form. Oh shit! Real quick, this podcast is sponsored by Movement Watches. Uh, we'll hear more about them later. Uh, time to get your hernia checked. Uh, so, okay, there are three places on a human body where hernias occur, or a male body rather. Uh, there is right at the belly button where the umbilical actually connected through when you were a baby, uh, because that's just like a point of tension. Um, so to, I guess to kick it back one more level, uh, the inside of your body—it's not just guts, bone, and then skin. There's a there's a sack holding all your guts in called f the fascia. Ah, uh -huh, sack. Nice. <laughs> uh, so that just keeps your intestines and stuff from like rubbing against everything else. It's just a little like grocery bag. And a hernia is when there's a hole in the grocery bag and the groceries poke out a little bit. Uh, so for me, uh, I had a hole right above my belly button where my intestines were kind of just kind of falling out. So it's explained in uh, medical doctors. They're yeah. Like, you got this bag and you're sticking out. And Actually, my doctors were really chill and, and pretty cool. Uh, uh, they the first one I went to told me without even me having to ask that he was like yeah you can keep drinking it's fine. <laughs> he took one look. And yeah, he knew. my jaundice and my like shaking hands. He's like, oh, you, you need want to do a shot now? Uh, um, so the other two places where hernias occur on men is is right in between the thighs because your balls when you're a baby actually travel through your body and drop down through the bottom of your. Where do your, they start? Uh, I think they like start in here somewhere. I don't know. I, despite being an expert on hernias, I don't know that aspect Humans of it. Humans are disgusting. What, How do you, you don't know about baby testicles? No. Oh, I have them. I don't know. They never told me. What, what caused before in my life what I have to, Why is he looking at the screen? I was going to say, Yarny keeps he's looking just, at you. By no, the way, he's, he's, he's just exploring. Okay. We're playing Unraveled. Yeah, we're playing Unraveled, so. Catch me. Catch some guy on Kill Screen really hated this game, so we're supposed to hate it too, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, on the podcast when we were in Austin, the day before... I discovered that I had a, a like a, a squishy pooch part in my belly, uh, proboscises, proboscis, what do you call it? protuberances? I had a protuberance, uh, so I went to a doctor, got that checked out, had a hernia, finally got it stitched up, and now for the world to see. Oh you're boy, gonna, you're gonna show it? I'm gonna show my I'm gonna show my surgical wound. <laughs> it's not as exciting, sadly. It's all packed up with. Uh, oh, hold on, I gotta. Let me let me dramatically unbutton. Oh. It's like a weird sex Oh my show. god! Oh. 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 Yeah, they had, had to shave so, my belly. So wait, like, well, no, no, the, the, the mic's in the way! way. <laughs> there we go, okay. Wait, <laughs> so right, they just like filled in your belly button with me. white. Basically, yeah. It probably looks really gnarly under there, but... Well, so yeah, what a... Uh, Let's pop that off. I gotta check it out. I gotta schedule a checkup. They told me not to take that off. Oh, doctors, they always say things like that. I didn't do either of those. It's still there. You can't go swimming right now, huh? No. Oh, man. No, there's a lot of things I can't do. Can you shower? I have been showering, but it's been challenging. You have to, like, put a bag over it and stuff? No, I just kind of, like, lean into the water and then lean out. And then for this part of my belly, I just, like, kind of, like... Suds it up and then rub it down. It's kind of what they do in third world countries where they let the water run and they just put, you know, mm -hmm. whapped it on them. And they Basically, yeah. I, I get about uh, a cup full of water to take a shower with. So it's been challenging. Uh, it's been, I have a musk now, but I'm on the mend. That's good. I don't know. I, uh, 
Uh, it, no, you're already dead. To me, um, you know, I find most I find a, a way to make most things in life fundamentally depressing. Mm-hmm. And to me, it occurs that this is this is the first time that my body has significantly broken. Um, there's always a first, and it's just going to get more frequent and more serious from here. So that's it. How old are you now, Lawrence? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Welcome mm. to the club. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough, man. Once Hernie you, Club. Yeah, the thirty. What's club. the first rule of Hernie Club? <laughs> Hernia Club. Hernie Club. Very harrowing tale. Show, show your hernie. I'm glad you're feeling a lot better. But I also want to say that I just got a notification on my computer that Overwatch is not playable. No! Oh! <laughs> All right, well. Anyway, the, you thanks know, for listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, the universe giveth, the universe taketh away. We, uh, we have an Overwatch baby now, but we lost, we lost two babies this week. Uh, game trailers and our baby boy, Sean Poole, is leaving, leaving the Funhouse family. So, I Sean... Am? Yep, you said as much. Uh-oh. Uh, he doesn't Sean, know. <laughs> so Sean will be joining us in a minute. Um, Thought he said he's leaving. Yeah, because he has to tell us he's leaving again. And oh, we're going to okay. talk about the other thing that's leaving first. We got to reminisce. Yeah. We're going to drag this out for a week. Oh, and I, I should also mention we are joined by Craig from ScrewTech. Hello, Craig. Yeah, was, people are just like looking at me going, who the yeah. hell is. Hey, oh, we doing high fives? Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. All right. <laughs> so, in case you guys are unaware, both Craig and Elise have extensive history with game trailers, at least worked there for a long ass time. and. Uh, game trailers and screw attack had a pretty tight relationship for a very long time. Yeah, we got paid by game trailers for a really long time. Sweet, so that's you quite why. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess you guys don't share everything. Yeah. <laughs> I got paid. So I guess uh, we're, um, you guys can certainly share your, your take and your history with game trailers, but uh, the only thing I want to start off with, and then I'll let you guys take it away, is first of all, you know, no matter what set or what commentary we may have on game trailers as a company, or what they've done, we're very empathetic to the people who lost their jobs, that shit sucks. And it's also incredible that any company, especially a media company, can stay around and be relevant for as long as Game Trailers was. 13 years. 13 years is absurd. ScrewTech is is kicking up on that. You're at 10 right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got our 10-year coming up next week. And it's crazy because Game Trailers for us was, they were our first real big exposure. Um, We launched in 2006, and kind of how we got involved with Game Trailers is, like, the first year of ScrewAttack, I essentially spent on my parents' counter in their kitchen sending emails out saying, hey, please look at us because we can't make money without you guys. Because we knew we had a website and you couldn't make money with a website. You still can't make money with websites. And, uh, or at least at the, you know, at the time we didn't know how to make money with websites. So, so we're like, hey, we make videos and stuff. And, um, sent it to, send emails to everybody. And I wish I could tell you, like, game shows were like, yeah, come on board. But they weren't. They yeah. actually shot us down really hard initially. <laughs> oh, shit. And uh, then, uh, you remember GameVideos.com? Yes. From, uh, from 1UP? Uh, they gave us our first shot. And they're like, yeah, well, you can do something. And we made a couple top tens. And they both did really well. Like, um, this is 2000, late 2006. And at the time, they, they did, uh, like, 255,000 views in a day, that's which in 2006 was like wow, amazing. That's, that's pretty big numbers. And I remember just like refreshing the page and holy crap, this is amazing. So like sure enough, a week later, Game Trailers was like, hey, so we saw these top 10s you guys did. Uh, they're pretty good. You guys want to work together? And uh, uh, that's kind of how it all started. And uh, so for literally uh, five years, we did uh, top 10s and video game vaults. And a lot of people remember, obviously, the angry video game nerd. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Game Trailers was huge for us for our, uh, exposure for Screw Attack. and allowing us to actually become a business. So, uh, like, I have nothing but uh, fond memories of game trailers. And, uh, you know, last night I, I posted um, our old intro, our old Screw Attack uh, game trailers intro, and 
and you know the comments of it on YouTube are like, oh god, seven seconds is so nostalgic, and you guys used to be good. Oh, <laughs> shit, thanks. a lot of that. You're like, oh, thanks, Dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used yeah. to watch you guys a lot. Aww. So yeah, it was it was it was tough to hear them uh, saying they're going away, but at least you, I mean, you work there. Like, yeah, you are, you are part of it. We were just some guys that were making videos for them, so. Well, but the th the thing is, is like I felt like I knew you. I mean, I knew you before Funhouse because of game trailers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, new Screw Attack. Um, when I started at Game Trailers, I was working on the TV show that was owned by Spike and Viacom GTTV with Jeff Keighley. Formerly Gamehead. Formerly Gamehead. <laughs> Great um, name. And uh, then actually got laid off at one point, uh, but then got brought back because uh, I had an awesome boss. Uh, Who's your boss? Jeremy Hoffman. Oh yeah. And uh, and then the TV show ended, and he managed to keep me working for the site, mm -hmm. and that's when I started um, doing content for them, and um, and. What'd you work on? I, so she's well, getting infatuated by Yarny. He's so pretty. I do want to cry a little bit. It's a look at him. Cool. He's so innocent you know, and pure. Yarny is a game about loss. Yeah, he, well, I like it because his his love interest is an old woman, and I can relate to it. <laughs> I will get back to you, my love. Um, but anyway, oh, but I, get that yeah, ball so yarn. I mean, get that secret ball yarn. I can't. Oh, I'm stuck. Oh, you got to pull that. You got yeah. pull that flower it, 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 to your right there. There's a little. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, right, game trailers. Okay, anyway, game trailers. Uh, Keep so talking so about so game yeah, trailers. Uh, Sorry, your audio listeners. I worked on shows like Bonus Round, and I just kind of did a whole ton of shit. Like I. Uh, produced and wrote Mandatory Update with Ian and uh, appeared on that as like a kind of SNL style weekend update news show. Um, I did a little short-lived series, Ladies in the Lobby, and uh, Tabletop Adventures, which is our Dungeons and Dragons show, which is really fun. Um, just just a, kind of a, a whole like smattering of stuff. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm really sad to hear the news too. And it was always the kind of thing where um, you know after. Viacom sold game trailers to Defy. It was always kind of expected that you know who knows in this climate how long this company could last. Yeah. Um, I w I guess I wasn't expecting it at this time. Mm. Well, but. you know when 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 Defy came in and acquired uh, game trailers and stuff. Like I thought Viacom was a really good fit for them because Viacom has money, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you know they can provide resources and stuff. And uh, you know when Defy came in, I knew Defy from I guess do they run Escapist? Is that right? Yeah. Yes. They, they, Escapist they acquired and, Escapist. I think. Yeah, they acquired Escapist and they acquired uh, Smosh and all that stuff. So you know uh, I don't know. It just def it definitely felt from the outside like something was going down uh, from a larger perspective, but. You know, for me, the big. Th I remember working with uh, Brad Winters was was their uh, GM at Game Trailers for a long time, and he he came in uh, right after we were brought in. John Slusser, who now like heads up Spike, uh, Spike something, or used to head up Spike. I don't really know what he does now, but uh, John initially brought us in, then we were handed off to to uh, Brad. And you know, I remember John and Brad saying something very like that really has stuck with me um, about kind of Screw Attack versus Game Trailers content. And he goes. You know, we're, we're corporately owned, and the thing we really love about you guys is you guys can say what we can't. You guys can say whatever you guys want, and we can't do that. And I think that's that says a lot, right? That you are restricted in how you can present things, and I hate that. And you look at where the internet is now, you know, even with like Rooster Teeth and Funhouse, Screw Attack, Achievement Hunter, 
like I don't think there's any restrictions as to like we've never been told hey you cannot say anything about this person or or you know, I don't know about you guys but no never and oh, I yeah. I think that's that you have to have that you know and the mm -hmm. idea that you can you can only say certain things about certain companies because you don't want to damage relationships or whatever you know like the internet's changed so much and I don't know it, it, that that's always just stuck with me I've always felt that the most the, the best way to endear a company mm -hmm. is to kind of especially one that you work for is to sort of make fun of it and sort of <laughs> yeah. uh, like you know, even at Viacom and Defy, uh, we you know on mandatory update we do things where we'd show an exterior shot of the building and we'd have lightning striking down mm -hmm. and ominous music because we thought that was funny. Um, and I think like and yeah, if you're trying to be you know grassroots and seem appealing to a young and very savvy and aware audience, but you're you know have that corporate backing, doing that kind of thing is important. Mm. Uh, just because nobody wants to you know seem like like squares yeah. you know working for the man. I think one of the biggest things with game trailers, uh, just in the, in the grand scheme of their business, which once again, I, there's so many talented people there, but uh, from a business perspective, you got to remember that there was a huge lawsuit between Viacom and Google, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, YouTube, for, for YouTube yeah. specifically, yeah. And I think, you know, while YouTube was becoming what YouTube is now, like game trailers literally couldn't do that because their owners were yes. like, we're not doing, we're not touching YouTube. Yeah. So I think that greatly affected them. And now you look at where every brand is, and they're on YouTube. And whether you like it or not, you need to use YouTube as a platform or however you want to do it. But um, the fact that literally in the last six, seven, eight months was the first time game trailers was like, yeah, we're going to really go after YouTube and go after that audience. That's way too late in the game. Well, yeah, because the lawsuit didn't get resolved until spring 2014. Mm -hmm. Jeez. And then game trailers was acquired by Defy, well, we, it was announced in June 2014, um, right oh. at right at E3. Actually, um, <laughs> he's made of yarn. Why does falling hurt him? And Good so, point. so yeah, it was a really really late time to get into the YouTube landscape and try to adapt. And then also, there was a big, still a relatively large community on the website, and asking them to transition to YouTube mm. when they felt their community was there was kind of tearing the audience, I suppose. Yeah, because there's um, always a, a, you know, I know for us in particular, and you know, for a lot of people. They're like, well, you're abandoning the community by doing it on YouTube, and it's like, well, no, we're, you know, we're expanding the community by yeah. going to YouTube, and, you know, we've seen pushback from our, you know, well, you're not doing much stuff on the website anymore. It's like we get it, you know, we totally understand, but uh, from a greater perspective, you got to reach out there. And I don't know, it, it obviously sucks. Like I, um, you know, just just having friends who lost their job yesterday, like, yeah, uh, I saw, I saw, um, what about it? Um, why am I blanking on his fucking name right now? Um, Brandon Jones? N well, no, obviously Brandon. I, I talked to Brandon pretty extensively last night. Yeah. Uh, but And by the way, uh, at least if you want to go tonight, I'm taking those guys out to drinks. Oh, you are? Yeah, straight up. If you guys want to go, like... Change, you can take this like, hit on your woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, only... Way to capitalize on tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I figured I'd take them all out and get them drunk. And you just need fun, someone right? to talk to. You can cry on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> just have but, sex, get your mind off things. Um, but you know, I was, I was looking at somebody last night on Twitter. They're like, you know, I feel very fortunate to still have my job. It was Danny, Danny O'Dwyer. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's like, I feel very fortunate to have my job today because, you know, it's like you just never know in yeah, this that, landscape. A hammer can fall. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, not to pull it away from game trailers, but kind of what we did back at Machinima was desperately find a way to keep our jobs yeah. you know like the only reason that like we we made the inside gaming channel what it was is because we were like we we're like the landscape is changing 
and our job description isn't really in that landscape anywhere. Mm -hmm. So how can we just kind of on our own basically figure out a way to keep our jobs and you know, sometimes you have to guess. Is that a hedgehog? This um, game's freaking beautiful. It is yeah. a gorgeous game. Sometimes um, you have to guess, but really other cute. times, other times you make an educated effort, and then that's mm. what you push towards. Well, and so, like well, that was it, a, that was the thing we saw. Where I think I think it was kind of a flaw with a lot of thinking. You're gonna need that block, Adam. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to Sorry. A, Sorry to interrupt. It's okay. Um, but no, like I think Lawrence could speak to this a lot more. But um. Like the whole idea of having an editorial team, and like we saw things like game trailers and other things that were, you know, we saw blogs and other things going away, and we we're like, this this can't last forever. Mm -hmm. And like James was saying, we need to evolve, evolve, evolve. And it was a little scary seeing things like game trailers like not really changing, and seeing this attitude of like editorial will always exist. But we we're like, uh, -uh. like yeah. it yeah. it doesn't make well, you money. It doesn't make you money at all. And people were like, but people need journalists. Like. <laughs> No, I think a lot of the hurdles GT faced as well were that it was a small team that was divided between editorial and and ed entertainment. So the same team that was trying to pump out reviews and get them out by embargo was still um, trying to produce entertainment content mm -hmm. and you know doing that with limited resources and that you know. It, but also, it's it's really hard to just be reliant on editorial because you can't have a regular slate of content, right? Yeah. Like. Reviews are yeah, sporadic. It's very timely. You can't really rely on on a big review every week. You you know you can't schedule no. that. You can't make a a programming slate based off of reviews. You can only do that with your own original content that is not extremely time sensitive or mm. dependent on on that. Um, and I mean I still think that the bigger issue is that a lot of you know uh, developers and publishers can just have their own internal production. They don't need someone to um, Post their trailer. They don't need some uh, website to showcase their game. They can do that themselves, and that kind of gives me faith because a lot of the people that I know that if from you know editorial production have gotten jobs now at these outlets. That was me, sorry. Oh, I'm like, do you want to play? <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, I, I just kicked you. Uh, they've gotten jobs now at these outlets, so um, you know, I think there is like there is hope for that side of the editorial community that it's you know. Look at things like Giant Bomb. That, yeah. That, like that works where it has sort of this. It's found a way to hybridize. Yeah, it I like. I mean, not not that Rooster Teeth invented it or anything, but like having sort of the Rooster Teeth model, of like have your fans support it. It's sort of like the original Patreon, hmm. where it's hmm. like, yeah, have like a sponsorship program, like support it, and then views don't fucking matter. Like yeah. you got people paying for what they want, and like that's I've I've liked that sort of the democracy of it all, or the I don't know whatever you want to call it. But like I I think that's a good maybe. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, the, there's enough. Smarts at the the remainder game, the remaining of the game trailer staff that they can band together and do something for the people who still want to see that and who want to support it. So I, I yeah. hope they do something. Well, you know it's funny because you talk about the like the ad model itself as a whole, right? You'll get a there's a channel that uh, I've always watched from a distance. Uh, that towards the end of last year they were like, yeah, we're just we're not going to do this anymore. It's called Classic Game Room. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and last year they were like, yeah, at the end of I guess it was. November or December, they're like, yeah, in 2016, we're just gonna like they relaunched with a Patreon, right? Yeah, yeah. They they said, hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna do this anymore full time, and we're gonna focus on the rest of my career. And the the feedback was, shit, man, you we'll 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 back you. And so they relaunched with a Patreon, and uh, you know, I think they launched it literally like a week ago, and and he's generating like 11 grand right now just mm -hmm. off the Patreon. So like, but his but the view counts on his content, you know, will be 30. 40,000, 10,000 oh, views, wow. whatever, which doesn't, you know, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't generate a lot of money. Yeah. But, you Is know. Is it just it, him? 
Uh, I think he's got a few people behind him. But. That's, it's like the Netflix thing. If whatever, if they got 50 million people paying for Netflix, and it's generating whatever it is, five to ten dollars a month per user, and Kimmy Schmidt comes out and only only gets like five million views or less or whatever, they're like, whatever, we're still getting the money. Yeah, like yeah. it's fine. So oh, uh, I found another yarn thing. I hope Yarny doesn't die. Um, it's I, a beautiful game. I assumed that if, if game trailers ever closed, uh, Defy would. Um, ingratiate some of the staff and the shows in with the escapist hmm. yeah which um, makes sense but yeah apparently game, not when gamefront shut down yeah. that's what happened um, which was also a defy property I think the biggest thing with game trailers uh, and at least we talked about this for a minute before but the biggest thing with game trailers was their name uh, yeah. You know, you know, like yeah. later on. <laughs> Jeez, you, you Sorry, I didn't mean that to sound so derisive, but <laughs> no, no it, it's a good point. It, that the name itself is is a bygone era. When you think about 2003 when it launched, right? Yeah. And not having YouTube, and as Elise talked about, having these outlets that uh, you know now anybody can get their get their trailer out to whoever they want, uh, whenever they want, on their own platform, right? Mm. In beautiful and, quick time. Yeah, those are wonderful. I want to play this game. But oh no! Sorry, sorry, I'm talking about the old. Uh, I just I remember <laughs> oh, the. Oh, sorry. I remember the old Game Trailers website being like, yeah, like, we have a QuickTime player, and you're like, holy QuickTime shit! QuickTime and Windows Media. As yeah, well, it was so. beautiful. Yeah, you um, could download them. But you know, you look at that, and yeah, a line of their business was actually companies using their outlet to get it in, get their trailer in front of. Like people would pay them to put their trailers on their site because yeah. they had such a large audience, and that disappeared quickly. As like, soon as look, as soon as YouTube became a competitor, and the idea of like, hey. Uh, where do I go for game trailers? Well, you go to YouTube for game trailers. Yeah. You don't go to GameTrailers.com for game trailers. You, and so, what do I go to game trailers for? I don't know. The you reviews. Know? The so, reviews have all. I'm my opinion. Game trailers reviews have always been the best reviews I, in yeah, the industry. And, I agree. And to this day, or I, I was going. To, I was. I mean, I agree. I was going to say that. Like, I mean, I've been going to game trailers forever. W mm -hmm. Was it you that posted the screenshot of like the old yep. layout? Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I used to be there, yeah. <laughs> and I used to check it pretty often. Often, and honestly, um, the content that I watched were the reviews, which we've covered all this, but were kind of unpredictable. You know, like they weren't. There wasn't always an amazing review every single day or every single week because there wasn't always an amazing game. Mm -hmm. um, but the fact that they had these like video reviews, and probably the only place where you could get like a good video review pre YouTube. Um, you could read a review somewhere. You can get it in a magazine or whatever. But like one of the few places where you could like actually watch a review, and it just tells you everything you need to know. It was but sort then, of a, it was a strange thing though because it was always voiced by Brandon, yeah. Yeah. Brandon Jones, who has a wonderful voice. I remember yeah. meeting him and being like, "Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> the voice of all those cartoons." I mean, you're real giggly around voice actors. It's weird. Uh, I like voice actors. I don't know why. And interestingly, the the only other content that I really watched on that. Was screw attack, yeah. and I didn't realize there was a delineation at the time. Like yeah, it was like it was like, oh, I really like game trailers for their for their uh, video game vaults and their top tens and their yeah. reviews. And like so, like two out of those three things were screw attack content. Yeah. Um, <gasps> and no, no, nobody else knew either because nobody came to our website. <laughs> they don't, they don't watch it on game well, trailers. Well, that. for me, I saw I saw this. This is the screw attack section of yeah. the website, uh -huh. which just kind of I was like, okay, so they have the screw attack section of the website. Well, for the longest time, I mean, I mean, just straight up of stats, so you can take this however you want. But for the longest time, we were the most popular thing on their site by a large margin, mm -hmm. uh, to the point to where. We did about a billion and a half views over wow. the course over the course of three years on their on their channel, and that was obviously huge for us. And people, you know, we would do uh, you know video game vault or top ten. Like 
it's once again this is 2007 2008 2009 where our videos are doing three three four hundred thousand views and you know sometimes reach up to a million uh an episode and that would you know like people would go there to watch that stuff and it, it was really really beneficial for i think everybody it was like the best of a of a mutually beneficial thing because for us it allowed us to get the word out allowed us to make money for them it allowed them to have an opportunity to um you know be a home of some stuff that people wanted to watch which was really cool so um yeah i mean it was it's so nuts so crazy just to think about like how how everything has changed you know you look at all the all the companies that have come and gone in the last few years um you know they didn't make the cut you look like one up and and game trailers and and uh you know all these other outlets that either didn't evolve or they stayed with the old business model and uh you know now it sucks because they're not here. Well, and well, going back to the YouTube thing too, <clears throat> a lot of people talk about how much they hate YouTube and Content ID. You can think of Icon for that. <laughs> like hmm. that's that's what happened. And not I'm not saying game trailers is the blame, but like that was that was a part of it. Was them saying they're trying to protect that and be like, no, you want game trailers? You go to game trailers. You yeah. know, you don't go to YouTube. And like we're gonna sue you. And then YouTube's like, okay, well, fine. We got this content ID, content ID thing in place, and that protected them. Yeah, I think I think it was a lot of other like Viacom properties too, like SpongeBob and stuff that were ending up on YouTube and getting content ID. Yeah, um, we, we got a, one of our first flags from Viacom. Uh, oh really? We did it. We did a. a so like we own ScrewAttack. <laughs> yeah. We did a video game vault uh, on a Ren and Stimpy game. Oh which, wow. and, and we didn't show any footage of it. It was just the gameplay. And they're like, screw you, you can't use this. And really? Like, yeah, yeah. So through that, content ID? Through co well, it was when it was, I guess, manually flagged way back oh in the day. This was, this was like 2006. What the like, fuck? So literally, that that flag though, uh, it didn't get resolved till 2011. Wow. So so we didn't use YouTube from a from a business perspective until 2011, until Revision Three, who we were working with at the time, oh, yeah, they yeah. cleared it up. And even Revision Three, like yeah. they're, they're they're somebody who's kind of gone. By the wayside now with our with our three games and such and yeah. um but yeah i mean it took four years to get that done and i think had we not got that cleared away and, and started working with youtube at that time i mean who knows where screw attack would be now because mm -hmm. youtube is such an important part of our business yeah. you know like it, it, you get on youtube past you know like term of 2014 jeez are you kidding me that's tough <laughs> well it's like james always said it's it's the ocean as opposed to the lake you know mm -hmm. like everyone's swimming in it but you can cast the widest net. That's where you go. And like we've we've always used like metaphors of like it's a billboard. It's where you like as like ScrewTech, ScrewTech is a website, Risty is a website. So all these different things where YouTube is your billboard and you put your best forward facing stuff there and go, look at this, and you want more of it, go over here. Like how we're live streaming right now to a you know early a day early to a you know a sponsored. Oh, we audience. live streaming right now? Yeah, it's we live? are. Oh. Yeah, but super live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you wish you didn't say all those things say about the Jews. You want, Craig. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's not getting edited. I've always wanted to say that. Now I said that. <laughs> well, then I, I then I want to use this opportunity to, to let everybody know that we're going to be migrating over to the Rooster Teeth website here soon. Okay. Oh yeah? Uh, yeah. You're gonna have your own subdomain? Yeah, it's gonna screw be screw dot attack. <laughs> no, it's, it, just when you go to screw attack, it'll screw it'll turn into a, a website that looks not unlike our current site, but is. All the users and Rooster Teeth will have access to it and such. And right on. So it's going to be good. So uh, the goal was have it done by February 15th, which is our 10-year, but that's not going to happen. So okay. it's just uh, we have so many videos, like 6,000 videos that need to go through. So, Good God. So Are you just both processing, processing them at this point? I don't know. you got to talk to Adam about oh, that. Okay. Adam, let, let Adam, Adam Baird take all that stuff. So. Like, leave me out of this. Yeah. So it sounds <laughs> yeah, like seriously. I don't want to touch your videos. It sounds like one of the takeaways, and you guys can correct me if I'm, I may be mishearing the conversation, but it sounds like... The games media has changed to the point where 
you know, you either, you either, what, what works now from a populist standpoint is the let's play kind of personality driven content. If you want the holistic kind of quieter, more somber, more respectful PBS style editorial, that has to be direct supported from the consumer because there just isn't enough demand for it. This is, we are straight up in the 90s version of the internet right now to where people like loud, ridiculous, hey, yo, dude, gnarly, <laughs> you know, like, and it's all about, um, you know, you look about, you talk about editorial, you talk about uh, where things are at. Like, when Screw Attack started, we, I, I very much wanted to be larger than we actually were, right? Uh, you look at, you know, it was always, it was me and Tom when we started, and I, I always had these fake people who were like, they're helping us out with the show. We had this Jocelyn, the intern, and, and produced Randy, and like, they didn't exist, right? But, but they were there because... I wanted to appear larger because we were going uh, like our competitors was technically IGN and GameSpot yeah. and, and they were these big outlets and game trailers, right? But you look at where things are at now and people like individuals. They like yeah. ensembles. They like, you know, and uh, it's such a different, everything is different than it was, you know, 10 years ago when it was. Well, we were talking too a lot about how this, the, if content is um, editorial, it's more infotainment. Oh, 100%. like you said, and and th channels like like Game Theory, um, Game Theorist. and Did You Know Gaming are the big, and because they put a little kind of a fun quirky twist yeah. on just giving you information. Um, Game Trailers used to have a show called Pop Fiction, which is Michael Damiani run. I tried to hire Damiani so hard. Really? Yeah, like I wanted Damiani to come work for Screw Attack, like after he was leaving, oh. like because he moved <laughs> he moved back back yeah. to Dallas, and I was like, dude, I want to take Pop Fiction, and but I don't want to be like I don't want it to be Pop Fiction. I want to be like you know, whatever fiction. You know, screw like, fiction. Yeah. I was going to say screw fiction. Yeah, to where, fiction. Screw history. To where it was, it was not unlike, but because I love pop fiction. I thought pop oh, fiction was pop an amazing show. Best show. Yeah, Damiani did great work on that. Damiani, Michael Damiani is like one of the most talented people I've ever worked with. He's working with Funimation um, now. You say that yeah. about everybody. Oh yeah? <laughs> Sean Poole, just another talent. Um, you, don't, like, you don't have to lie while he's in the room. With, with Damiani, right? Like, he, he ended up, he landed on his feet. He didn't know where he was going, but he, he had... He's working for Funimation now, doing uh, cutting for them and and shooting stuff. I see I see him frequently because he they actually come to our office every every Wednesday to shoot their podcast. Oh. So oh, um, that's where that happens. Yeah, crunch so, or sorry, uh, Wait, what's the what's double the talk? Okay, yeah, yeah, crunch talk. Um, and uh, so yeah, they, they shoot at our at our office, and so he comes in and yeah. he's there, and yeah, man, it's like it's crazy because everyone at game shows they'll land on their feet, they'll land somewhere because they're too talented not to, you know. And it just sucks that, you know, what happened yesterday had happened. So. That's how I feel. Um, and I also feel like just working with different developers and publishers is, gonna drown. is gonna drown. a Sorry. big option That's for everybody. Cute. I left in solidarity with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, you take ours, we're going to take one of yours. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? Why us? <laughs> Weird Rumpelstiltskin thing. All right, yeah. guys. Hey, Adam. What's up, girl? Ask me what time it is. What time is it? It's time for you to get a watch, Adam. Okay. Oh. Boom! Talking about the Whoa. 90s. Oh. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Movement Watches. Uh, they, uh, they're they an interesting watch company because they make watches. And, and I'm glad that that still happens because watches are cool. Uh, their, their whole thing is they want they want to give you class and a good look at a oh. low price. Mine's upside down. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so all their watches uh, provide you to still know how to read an analog watch. Uh, they start at $100, which is a great a great price for a good look. Um, if you are maybe in college, maybe just graduated, you're chasing that adult dream, you want to look like a classy individual at the bar, you want to walk up, order a nice drink, tap that bar, have a, have a, have a lady notice your timepiece, <laughs> or a man, whatever. 
Uh, movement's a good place to start. Yeah. If I'm at a bar, I don't want a lady to notice my timepiece. I want them to notice my other piece. I'm just saying. Boom! Well, so. You're packing. I'm packing. I'm packing. I'm packing. Here's what you do you put your hand on the bar, you put your gun next to it, and then you just slap your dick right there. So it's one, two, three. Buy these watches. The ladies know what to say. That's what you're telling So we can't help you with the dick or the gun, but we can help you with the watch. Go to movementwatches.com. So just so you're aware, the brand is MVMT, even though it's pronounced movement. So it's MVMTwatches.com slash DudeSoup, uh, and you can get 15% off your entire purchase. See if you can find the Joel watch. There's one watch that is like perfectly encapsulates Joel. Yeah, some people already know by design. Joel's been, wa- Joel's been wearing a movement watch for a couple weeks now, and some people have asked about his sharp look. Yeah. Bam! That's not the Bam. watch, though, is it? I don't know. We'll, I don't we'll, know. we'll have to Figure let our viewers out. decide for themselves. Tweet us. Can make the Joel watch. Twist. Flip. So uh, yeah, it's 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 classy shit. It's oh. not that expensive. Pretty good stuff. Uh, I remember, and and even still in my life, I try to find ways to appear to have the semblance of adulthood <laughs> and uh, and culture, but save all my money for video games. Show so people your a, hernia stitch. Yeah, and and also you know hernias. You're gonna get them someday. Look, and it's Joel watch. You're gonna need a watch to tell you when to go to the hospital. So, uh, once again, that's movementwatches.com, mvmtwatches.com slash dudesoup, and get 15% off your entire order. Once more, that's mvmtwatches.com slash dudesoup, and get yourself a quality timepiece. You'll always know the time. You want to hear an utterly unverifiable statistic? Absolutely. That'll get you to buy a watch? Yes. Did you know that most people just pull out their phone to check the time, right? And 90% of all broken phones result from just taking out your phone to check the time. Mm-hmm. Now imagine how much you could save with a watch. Is that real? Did you just make that up? That's real. Absolutely. That's a real? That is a 100% per- real a, statistic. I've got another real statistic. Uh, every time you go outside and you pull out your phone, you become 300% more likely to be robbed. That's true, yes. So you keep your phone in your pocket, yeah. pretend to be poor, but I've, still have a nice watch. I've got a statistic. Did you know that the Big Bird was supposed to be on the Challenger? Oh, but he this. couldn't. They couldn't fit him on the on the aircraft. Everyone so then they least. sent that teacher instead. No, wait, hold on, back up. Kristen McAuliffe. I, I don't know who what her name. That is. was her name because my elementary school is named after oh. her. Let's bring it all back right now. Let's bring yeah, it back. Bring big, it back. They to were memories. going to put Big Bird on the Challenger like to big, educate children about Carol's, space. Yeah. And, in like science. Big Bird, the 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 bird. The bird. I, I'm the assuming actor, Carol Spinney. The actor the in the suit was going to go up. They couldn't fit him. They couldn't fit him. Send a teacher instead. There wasn't enough space. Yeah, but what watch was he wearing? Can you imagine though, like <laughs> during the explosion when he's like this and he's like, ah! <laughs> no, I, 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 I've already we we've, we were making this joke this weekend where it's like oh. he's, he, he, for some reason he's in the suit we as they're taking the off jokes and, and the there's like jokes explosions and shaking yeah. and he's like, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, I it's hear some snuffy. weird things. Yeah, but snuffy. I, but you as like one of the. Passengers just looking at him like most people do when they see a Muppet. They talk to the Muppet, not the puppeteer. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, Big Bird, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm down here. I'm so sorry. Like, What's that smell? <laughs> e is for explosion. And then, and then, uh, and then as I was Jesus. telling Elise, there would be an episode on Sesame Street where Mr. Hooper has to explain. It, or you have to explain to Mr. Hooper what happened to Big Bird <laughs> as opposed to the other way around. God. If anyone hasn't seen that, they should go watch a clip from Sesame Street where uh, the cast of Sesame Street has to explain to Big Bird that. One of their longtime cast members, Mr. Hooper's dead. His Big Bird's only like five years old. Oh God. I mean, it's been around for 15 years no, or 20 years at this point, but yeah. Anyway, that's just a, a statistic for you guys. So buy the watch. So go buy the watch. <laughs> hey, in case you were worried that we have to be stymied by like, by a political 
we haven't we haven't been bought out just yet. So, so I, I actually I want to bring back to the earlier 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 conversation sure. with you, Lawrence. You were talking about the three places a man can have a hernia. Oh, you yeah. only, only mentioned two. Where's the third? No, it's one, two, three. So it's one right above the umbilical uh -huh. and then on both legs. Oh, on both legs. Well, okay. I thought legitimate, legitimate here. I, I could have sworn you can get a hernia like right on your taint between. Oh, I've heard of that. I think. Look it right? up. A hernia. You mean where God stitched us up? I don't know that. So I don't Thanks, know. That, I don't know that fascist down there, but I mean it could be. I'm. Despite being an expert, I'm no expert. Well, just know, just when you go in and talk to the doctors next time, we find out for me. You got fucked by that crap. Yeah, sure. Uh, I got a I got a scheduled checkup today. So. Just ask. You know, yeah. just see what they have to say. Hey, I heard about this taint hernia. <laughs> can I have one? All the Do cool you know kids Craig are getting from it. Screw tag? Yeah, he says you can get a taint hernia. Uh, Lawrence, Gooch? is it? But is there a medical yeah, name? Hey, Lawrence. <laughs> what was this? Was this? No. What you, time? How much more time do we have? I think it's time uh, to move on to more in the loss of Sean Poole. So, yeah. Craig, thank you for joining right. us. Yeah, see you later, uh, guys. Thanks, hey, we're Craig. doing a. Uh, for those of you guys we're watching, we're doing a uh, our 48-hour marathon to celebrate our 10-year birthday. Yeah. If you guys want to watch it? You'll be able to watch it on uh, either our Twitch station or our uh, game trailers. No, not game trailers. Oh, oh. oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry, I was thinking about there. Uh, or, He's uh, back on Gaming YouTube. <laughs> uh, so either Twitch or Gaming YouTube. Uh, and. Uh, you can watch it there. It'll, just screw attack on both. Yeah, it's screw attack on both. You could. It'll, it'll start uh, noon central time on Monday, which is our our tenth anniversary to the date, and we're gonna have forty eight hours after that. And uh, a lot. If you're a fan of screw attack, you'll recognize a lot of people who, um, you know, from the past who are making appearances and stuff. So like Yarny. Like uh, Yarny. There is a, <laughs> and Big Bird. A, there's a perineal hernia, which is down. Ah, it's the gooch. Has to do with the pelvic floor. <laughs> It says. I really like the way you said that. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. Thank you. All right, cool. Get in here and make everyone sad. No. I don't like making people sad. Well, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're the one leaving. Everybody. All right, everybody. School's leaving. Why are you leaving us like Yarny? This game is about loss, Sean. Look how sad he is. He's losing his strings. This is this is us. This is us with spool. Yeah, and it's literally a spool of yarn. Wordplay. Like a candle in the wind. But yeah, as most people found out yesterday or last night, I'm going back home. I'm leaving my job here at Funhouse after lots of like months and months of deliberation. Like this has been. It's not like something that I decided to do. Yesterday or a couple days ago, it wasn't like the guys being mean to me or something. I'm like, I yeah, hey, are mean, yeah. even though they're mean to me every day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was nothing like that. It's been like a long-term thing, even like before working here, like at Funhouse or even like going back years. Like when I first moved down here, I worked for G4 and was like, this is gonna be the best thing ever. It's video games and TV and stuff like that. And then I moved to like a city called Los Angeles, and. I've never really like liked it here like that much and like all my friends are back home and all my family's back home and stuff And I have a big family and we've always been close and stuff like that And so I've been down here for like going on seven years this summer, which is like crazy It's flown by so fast because originally when I moved down here I'm like my plan I'm gonna be there for like three or four years learn all the ropes and stuff and then come back and do my own thing This is, like when I was first like coming out of college like uh -huh. all starry-eyed and be like this is what I'm gonna do like you really know what's gonna happen No one really knows what's gonna happen with their future but anyways, uh, I've been like always been like chasing like another job or dream not job but like dreams and like going with things. That's why I like went to Machinima with these guys after G four kind of like turned into a shit show, and uh, went over to Machinima and had a great time there. But and then like 
went with you guys over to Funhouse because I I'm seriously the biggest reason why I've stayed around as long as I have the last three or four years be- with like Machinima and Funhouse is because of you guys Aww. and like you guys are all super awesome and then like with Funhouse and IG and stuff the fans like also helped me stay around because I've been like super well, we- like this is really like depressing or like like I've been really lonely like for my without my family and friends and I've been like uh, just I'm a very introvert and like social anxiety is like a thing for me and so like LA is a big city with lots of people and like I feel like I just stay in my apartment all the time because I don't like going outside and interacting with all these random strangers and people and stuff so like being in a big city like this is not like my cup of tea but so there's all these different factors uh there's other things like I want to be able to own a house someday and in LA like me and Lawrence talked about this like how like it's impossible. It's not necessarily impossible, impossible. but like you kind of have to break through to another layer. Yeah, you or, have to be like a Hollywood asshole, or you have to be willing to have a really, really long commute. Exactly, or you yeah. drive two hours one yeah. way, and like you live in Santa Clarita, like way up yeah. there, and drive into like okay. LA or Cooler City. Just, or just for those who are like, I guess, not aware of like the area, I used to live in Venice, not Venice Beach, mind you, like. Near Venice, 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 the city. I had a I had a one bedroom apartment that was roughly eighteen hundred dollars a month. That's, Down the street was a brand new home they built with no driveway. Uh, I believe it only had two bathrooms, but it, they were selling it for two million dollars. Uh, it's uh, yeah. it's that ridiculous. was that was roughly ten years ago. There's there's basically and the yeah, thing your rent's is probably doubled the thing point. is it's oh, not yeah. even like it's like. They're mansions or whatever. Yeah, I turned into an LA real estate podcast. Like but a three bedroom it's, house. It's like thing. basically in Los Angeles right now, Los Angeles proper, or all of Los Angeles County. Anyway. There's just like a, an entry fee of yeah. like <laughs> $1.2 million, yeah. like just, just to and, have a house. And then on top of that, it's whatever the actual value of the house and is. Then, and then you're stuck there. Unless you have like, I think the only t- way I really see it realistically is like if Uh-oh. you have a spouse that also makes really good money or yeah. something like that, and you're just like, Still climb and like finding like the smallest yeah. house that you like like and stuff But that's just like future goals like I don't see myself own a house still for many years But like just being here mm-hmm. like I don't see that at all in my future and like I miss the outdoors And I miss the rain and it's like all these really lame stuff because I grew up north of Seattle, so I'm used to like Rain and people are like why would you miss the rain the Sun's awesome. You guys have sun all the time like I miss weather Yeah, like LA when it rains, it usually rains in the middle of the night, and I'm like super sad the next day. Cause I'm like, oh, I missed it. Yeah. But uh, I like there's all kinds of reasons like that, and like uh, I went home during Christmas time and saw one of my cousins that was like really close when I was growing up, and like all through high school and stuff like that. Like ones that we always hung out with like in the summer and went camping and all these things. And she was yeah. like, I haven't seen you since you moved to California. I haven't seen you in seven years because whenever I go home, I only have like a week yeah. maybe. Yeah to see everyone and like most of my like extended family all live on in eastern Washington which is like a good three hour drive away so there's never really like a chance for me to get over there and see all them and like it just makes me kind of realize like how much I'm missing out on like family reunions or like all kinds of stuff like that which is all just I don't know it's it's funny to like say that that stuff you miss but at the same time like I mean, I'd say it's, I would say most people miss that. Absolutely. Like, most yeah. most we don't necessarily represent functional human beings here in this office. <laughs> yeah. right. We're kind of we're kind of weird outliers of certain situations. But like most people, what they value most are mm-hmm. family and home and stuff like that. And so you're not you're not yeah out of line to feel like these things well, are important. It's just to like, you, of and then like I was 
one of my friends was asking me, like, I, he's like, I can't understand, like, I have no idea, like, what it must be like for you to go through, like, something like this. And I'm like, it's, it's weird. Like, I'm super excited and, like, happy and, like, excited to see where my future's gonna go and stuff, because I really don't know that much, but that's also what's exciting about it. Um, but I feel like I'm, like, I never, as a person, want to disappoint anybody. And so, like, I feel right now, I feel like I'm disappointing, like, thousands and thousands of kids. And it's, like... Mostly just Bruce. <laughs> and Bruce. <laughs> and just lots of people. And I was, like, I don't want to let anyone down. I'm but really also, disappointed. <laughs> when, when I... I mean, I've known you for several years, but when I started, I was, like, I could see Sean Fool every day. And you looked me in the eye and you said, I'll be here forever. That's what you said. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I said, I'm said, leaving because of Elisa's lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I'm gonna miss you, Sean. Oh, well, I mean, you. everybody's gonna miss you. But. Yeah, Yanni yeah, and I'm, will miss you. And like everyone's acting like, thank you, Adam. That sounded sincere. Aw. What? That Yarny's gonna miss you? <laughs> <laughs> we got him for a second. Um, <laughs> my voice cracks and go, hey, God. Um, no, but yeah, like I'm not dying. Like it seems like on the <laughs> yeah. on the like full subreddit stuff, we're like. God, I'm buying like there's that. so many like He's gonna be on the internet. So many when things. you get your well, hernia like, taken, like, my only yeah, hope is that you've done. I already had my hernia taken. Oh, that's true. He did. I had. My, my only this. hope is that oh. you've done enough here to make it really difficult for you when you go back home. Right? <laughs> kind of like a, Bruce's toilet photo where he's like, anytime yeah. he, he can never be oh, president yeah. because there's a picture of him on the toilet on the right? internet. Right? I've always like, I don't know yeah. what. I don't know where I'll end up. Like that's a, like real possibility. But of like. I could end up back here in like a year or whatever. I'm like, I'm so you, desperate or do whatever. You, do you think that you still want to do like production and stuff? Yeah, or? right now I'm really interested in like live producing, like whether that's like live stream stuff for like, mm -hmm. whether it's like for a gaming company or anything like that. Because there's a lot yeah. of them out there that do like streams and stuff on Twitch or stuff. That's yeah. super interesting to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'll end up there. But I'm also like totally happy doing like just media, like pro producing or production and stuff like that. Like I would love to stay doing this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to do news if I can help it. <laughs> I really don't. I've never enjoyed news because I know there's jobs, openings, and stuff like news stations up there. But I'm like, mm -mm, no, thank you. So like, web-based video production or anything like that. Like, obviously, what are you doing Adam. I don't know. I, I Adam lost had, it. Adam knows what he's doing. He's just not doing it in the right order. I'm also sorry, trying to listen to right. school. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. oh, sorry, I didn't mean to undercut your. Come back. Oh, it's up there. Shit. Yeah. I wasn't uh, paying attention. But. Yeah. What's gonna happen to the Spool Boys? Yeah, so, the Spool Boys is still in effect. So yeah, yeah, I'm still gonna be streaming and stuff. I'm not like people are like, you can go full time streaming and be Ray. I'm like, no, I've never really like, I don't want to like count on having to make streaming like my full time job. Like if that happened like naturally somehow, where I'm making, I have like a million subs and like, and it's like a viable thing. That would be Shit, cool. If you have a million subs, yeah. I'll come work. For you. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's like a no-brainer, like, okay, well, why am I like doing another job? But I want like the stability of a normal job, and I yeah. don't want to have to rely on like the fickleness of the internet. I guess. Like, sure. I love the Spool Boys and stuff, but like, what if I like my computer dies and uh, like and like I can't stream for like a month, and yeah. then everyone disappears, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh well, now I have no money and no job, and like. Stuff like that. So I want to like stay in the real, attached to the real world, I guess, so to say. Crab. Just tethered. 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 Thank you. Um, That's a good word. Much tethered like Yarny. Like were your Were your parents like supportive of your choice, but really happy to learn that you are coming home? Yeah, and like, and like I said, this has been a long, like, discussion and thought. Like I've been having like kind of like serious thoughts about it yeah. since like last spring or so, mm. um, of just kind of like, well. Okay, I have I like acknowledge that I had these like feelings of just like I 
don't enjoy being down here anymore. I want to go home and stuff. And like, it's almost like Inception where like once it like takes hold, you just can't like, I did my best to like tr do pros and cons and like all these things of like, okay, well, why am I here? Cause it's a great job and it's great people. And, but like, what don't I like? And like listen, all these things of like loneliness, unhappiness, like missing my family, friends, like all these things. So I'm like doing that over months and months. But my parents, my mom was like, want to make sure that it was for the right reasons, of course. Like they didn't want me and like to have some kind of plan for when I go home. Um, and like, I've been fortunate enough that I've saved up enough money. Being lonely and an introvert and I don't go outside, I yeah. save a lot of money that way. Um, I've saved up enough money that I have a big enough buffer that I can be okay for quite a while, even if I can't find a job when I go home right away. Um, I'm pretty confident that I have the skills and stuff to find a job, and I'm not like too picky necessarily of like I'm above anything. That's just the news. I'm, I mean, well, just I don't the news. Know how you, I, yeah. I would do you the news if that was anything. my last choice, but just because you think it's gonna be tough out there for a 45 year old. This is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my parents have been super supportive. Basically, like, and and they've known since like I moved down here that like that about that three to four year plan of like I don't want to be down here forever. I want to come back home. Like hell. Like, uh, my driver's license and my license tabs on my car are still watched in the state. <laughs> uh, don't tell the California exactly. government. <laughs> <laughs> They're watching. Um, but um, they can't do anything. I believe in less than two weeks. Uh, um, they'll see you at the airport. Right? Okay, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not flying, I'm driving. Are you uh, Jonathan Poole? <laughs> <laughs> I get him at the border. Are you Jonathan right. Send you back to Canada. There's just like, there's there's 18 drug runners and then Spool's picture right at the bottom. <laughs> and the guy with the mustache is like, top 10 most hey, get out of the car. Just like does a double take. That's him. I've got like a fake mustache yeah. on top of my mustache. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna need to see your license, Washington State, huh? <laughs> no, but it's like something that's always been there. Of like, I'm good. I was gonna return home at some point. My mom has been like waiting for this day forever. And my mom's like a very lot. Like she's not like I want my boy. I don't care about. She she's kind of a is. very. That's how she she's sounds, a very. Yeah. <laughs> you met your mom. She's very nice. She's great. a very logical, calculated person in general and I trust her opinion, especially with like financial stuff or like career stuff that makes sense. Like I've always trusted her that way. And when she told me that it was a, like a good move or a smart move, I was like, okay, that basically gave like- you trust your you, mama. I do, I trust my mom. And like, obviously I don't, <laughs> I don't want to have to rely on them, but I always have their support too. If like shit happens and like for whatever reason I, you get a hernia. Need help. Yeah, if I get a double hernia again. We're back. Triple hernia. But um It's the hernia episode. But yeah, my parents nope. are nope. fully supporting me. My mom's <laughs> actually like flying down here in a couple days. She might maybe she'll come into the office. I don't know. Oh, but great. my mom's gonna fly down and help me move oh. back home. Oh great. So that's cool. So you have like two carfuls of stuff you can take back? So I, yeah, I have a okay. I'm gonna get a U-Haul that I'm gonna drive and then she's gonna drive my car. So Okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. I love I love long haul spool. <laughs> right? <laughs> With the hat. Yeah, he's got he already has the hat for it. Dude, I got a few. I'm like, which one do I choose? I'm just yeah, sitting this there. This is an important life moment. You just need a tan on your left arm oh. and become trucker spool. <laughs> right. Eating nothing but chicken fried steak, three meals a day. <laughs> but yeah, I'm picking a up lot lizards. Well <laughs> I guess this is one story we never really got to tell. Um because oh, it, it's right. not what well, is it? <laughs> no, 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 it's not it's not really a story, it's just because I think one day people are like, why well, spool part of the team? This is back on Inside Gaming. Oh. Um, we used to share the office with ETC. I guess, that was a weird thing they were doing. They were like, 
we're gonna make them share an office like we do different t types of content and they're like you should share. They want to raise ETC up to IG's level. <laughs> I get. We, I always thought Ricky and Elliot were fine. Like they were going to do everything on their own. They were like they're smart, funny guys. They didn't need us, and they already knew what they were doing. So I always thought it was kind of weird. But Spool, I think who do he sit? Ne he sat next to Peak or something, or uh, I sat next to or behind Lawrence. Behind Lawrence, yeah. yeah. And we would live stream every day, and we noticed that Spool would not be paying attention to his work, and he'd well, be he'd watching be, a stream. He'd be watching watching live stream. stream. Yeah. <laughs> moderate I love chat live stream. Stuff. Well, that was the thing. We always knew that, like, and we'd, we'd, we'd have discussions about gaming, and, like, Spool was always like, I want to talk about gaming. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah. and then I, think, I don't want to talk about X-Men anymore. Yeah, and then we, like, we needed a new hire, and we're like, Spool, would you be happier, like, doing video games, I guess? And we essentially stole Spool from well, ETC. Bruce traded me to Ricky or something like that, as I think what I understood. Like, no. like you guys had already decided that I was going to move to Inside Gaming before, <laughs> like, even telling me or asking me? Because you just assumed, you knew that that's what I, I, I think it was wanted. one of those times, like, Bruce and I had lunch, <laughs> and we're like, what do you think about Spool? And we're like, yeah, we could use Spool. <laughs> and then we just kind of stole you. Uh, but that was pretty much how we just took you, is because we saw, we saw your infatuation with gaming and yeah. how you didn't really give a shit about entertainment. Yeah, and it's um, like, I, like, I'm... I love entertainment news and I love the ETC and like everything. I learned yeah. so much there and had a great time. But gaming is like definitely my passion more than entertainment yeah. news and stuff like that. And so like you guys pulled me over to IG was like the greatest thing ever. And yeah, and like during the live streams I'd be like, you guys like we need a walkthrough. I'm like I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm ready. I'm watching. Yeah, it was <laughs> always fun. So as as much as I guess people may think of Swole's our whipping boy, like we always had a huge amount of respect for him. <laughs> it was like he was always you know part of the team. Thank you. So, yeah, even when you weren't, mm -hmm. and then we stole even. you. <laughs> this is this is weird though because this is the first time I can think of where someone's left, and yeah. and harsh reality check. We're probably not going to be doing Funhouse when we're a hundred years old, yeah. and I'm going to be dead. But like, when, I'll be ninety-eight. Well, they went, when Elise is ninety-eight years old and Lawrence is Lawrence is hundred and one. Oh, I'll be riddled with point. riddled with yeah, hernias. No, my, <laughs> my meat body will be decaying in the yeah. ground. I'll at be some, some presence point, on the internet. At right? some point, Funhouse will change what it is, but this is the uh, first the new class. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. Is this season two? I think so. Yeah. This must be season two, but um, it, it's interesting because like this is the first time, like someone's yeah. something's really changed. Like we've added people. We just added Omar, mm -hmm. um, Elise. and and, uh, and we added Elise a couple months ago. But like, <clears throat> it's 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 interesting. Yeah. I'm yeah. curious to see how. Uh, everyone watching reacts to yeah. it. They're gonna be sad. Um, they're gonna be super sad. Yeah, they're all super sad. Like, I was expecting a lot more people to be like, "Why are you leaving? What?" Like, like mad like anger. Me. Yeah. But almost everyone, like ninety nine percent of people, are like, "I'm sad that you're leaving, but I hope I wish you the best in everything yeah. that you do." Or like, "I'm excited to see what you're doing next." And that's awesome. Like, that's a really great <laughs> feeling. Um, I I still I hope I don't disappoint anyone or let anyone down. Like I, it would be the saddest thing if I like end up at a McDonald's. Not that working at McDonald's is bad, but like that's so deviant from like what I do now. Right. And like people can't like enjoy my content. Well, I think I that, that that's another thing good. too. Is like I think a lot of us, a lot of us have come from. <laughs> most of us here have worked like retail jobs or oh, restaurants yeah. or something yeah. where I think we we're always at, at some level we're always like no matter how much bitching we do or complaining it's always like. At least I'm not doing what I used to do. Absolutely. That I the thing I hated, <laughs> like, and I get to work with people who. I mean, I get to play fucking Yarny today. It's great. Exactly. It's fun. Um, I was gonna say something else, but I can't remember. Something about Yarny. I know Bruce isn't here, but I know Bruce loves Sean. That's why he's guys, gone. Though he's sad. he could, yeah, he couldn't come in. Couldn't bear. Too yeah, Bruce. Bruce is like one of like he's basically the first producer that I kind of like took to me and stuff at G4 when I interned there. 
eight years ago or whatever. Um, eight years ago. Wow. Uh, I and so I interned there and worked with Bruce a lot and and James when I interned as well. And then when I came back to G four the next year, Bruce, I went to Comic Con without a job, new newly graduated. I'm like, okay, I know G four is gonna be at. They're gonna be at Comic Con. I'm gonna just go. I hadn't put my resume out to anyone else. I'm like, I'm just gonna go. Hopefully, they remember me. And luckily, I had a Comic Con ticket from a friend of mine. I go there, and I knew the, where their truck was gonna be. And so I went over there and like, kind of stalked a little creepy. So. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't have to stalk for very long because first thing, Bruce runs into me. Bruce and like Scott Michelle, who was another producer that worked there, and Love Scott. And uh, they both were like, "Oh, it's cool," and they totally remembered who I was, which I was just like hoping that they would remember who I was because. I mean, you see lots of interns like just get churned through at G4 at least. There was like six in my group alone, but luckily they remembered who I was and remembered that I was a good worker and all that stuff, and immediately like recommended me and like pushed me over to like the executive producers at the time and stuff. And so Bruce, thanks to Bruce, he kind of like pushed for me to get a job there. And then he also Whoa. brought me over to Machinima when he was on ETC and stuff. So me and Bruce have a long history. Bruce has a good eye for talent. That's why he works in. Uh Porn casting. Porn casting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how we got to start. You didn't realize that you've been working on pornography? Yeah. Oh, that's why there's years. so much sexual well, stuff. The thing, I, I mean... You spend all that time blurring it. We spend all that time unblurring it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, we got this cool we just, cut. We have to maintain your innocence. We don't want you to get spoiled by the world. No. Um, well, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, we don't we don't just hire people here kind of nilly-willy. And like, I mean, this is actually kind of the first time where we've been able to kind of hire people. And it's it's hard to find people... The right caliber of human beings. Yeah, like, like spool such a... He's a genuine. I'm, I'm talking about you like you're dead, but um, <laughs> he is dead. He's dying. <laughs> yeah, it kind of feels like it. Remember um, school. <laughs> um, but it, it's hard to find genuine people who like people who aren't on all the time. You know, like uh, you can always kind of tell when someone's just forcing it or faking it, and like it, it's it's hard to find a, a funny, genuine person who's just themselves. And like, and Spool is one of those very rare breeds. Um, so it's like it's it's hard. You can't you can't just like find a new spool. We're like I'm not gonna do that. I'm just naturally. We already have a lease. <laughs> yeah, who said I was the new spool? <laughs> he lied. That's and he why I knew home. I could leave. I'm like I've been replaced. I can leave now. Uh, you were waiting for a lease. <laughs> you so, did this. I'm so sad. I no. I I love you, Sean. Oh, well, we all love you. Sean. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves you. <laughs> like, uh, we will continue to love you. That yeah. was like. But going back to like what Adam said, that was like basically like the first thing Bruce said to me when I told him the news I that I had made this decision. No, he was just like, he's like, I'm really sad and like it. I, there's no way I'm gonna be able to replace you because like your personality and like he's like I can replace, I can get a new editor, but there's no way I'm ever gonna be able to replace like no. who you are like as a person and stuff. And that that really meant a lot and like stuck with me and it was, it was very nice. Yeah. You've broken my heart. <laughs> Like, also, please don't go. Oh, like what you're saying. Start to unzip his pants again. Like, what do I need to do? One last time. <laughs> One last time for dad. Um, also, this is another thing too. I guess this is a product of just us being with a different company. But this is the first time where like I've had to deal with someone leaving, where it's not like super sad, and we have to like do like kind of like a PR stint and be like, uh, there were some letting goes, and that's yeah. just how it goes. And I'm just like, it's like I'm I'm really glad that we have like a week to like drag this out, <laughs> and like. I'm just gonna oh, die. Uh, I was gonna say, throw your yarn into the. Oh, thing. oh, and smart. that's why I wanted to make sure. Wait, no, that'll my, kill him. In my uh -huh. Reddit post, I wanted to make sure that I said like, this is 100% my decision. Like, I'm not getting pushed out or like laid off or anything like that. That like kids like to come up like conspiracy yeah. theories and stuff like that. I'm like, oh. no, 
is my choice. I've decided they're to still going to come up. With yeah. yeah, I know they're still going to be. Like, I'm looking like forward to the weird stories people shop. invent. I like the ones where they're like, is it because you owe them so much money on one dollar one hour? <laughs> yes, that's is exactly. It, it. Is yeah. it because of the HR thing the other day? <laughs> yeah, it's it exactly. Yeah, it's all the things. Um, Hello, HR. This is Spool. Yeah. I'd like to be fired now. That's also <laughs> that's not how it works. I, as as someone who never wanted to be on camera, like when I even when I was at Machinima for like the first half of my like time there on ETC and stuff, I was never on camera or anything, and then one day Kale was like, hey, we're going to have you be on there and be the high guy. You're, you're, you're like high all the time, Spool. You're gonna, we're just going to make fun of you for being high all the time, which is fine. I've gotten that since like college and stuff, so that was the thing. But like, you're regular I, never, Jim Brewer. I never intended to be on camera, and like I've never, and it's more of because I don't feel like I'm good on camera, like I'm just so awkward, and these guys used to watch me every day when I'd do ETC news stories, and I'd stumble, like, literally on the first word, like, every other story. It's and, magic. Like, I just was so awkward. And I, I recognized that and was like, I should not be on camera. But everyone else was like, but you're so endearing because you're awkward and charming. And, like, it's, it's I still don't think I should be on camera. It's one but thing, it's, <laughs> it's one thing to be a host it. or an actor. Yeah. It's another thing to be genuine. Yeah. yeah. And you've only ever been genuine. So I think people recognize that. So, I think you should host the local local. Oh my God! Yeah. Blow him more. Yes. Jesus. I like right, how guys. no one ever. No, no, no HR. It's yeah. spool one last time. Yeah. <laughs> Much. No, no uh, we gotta. It. So we can all blow spool. I think we need to it's conclude the, the podcast here. No, wait, it's over. Yeah, yeah. much, no. much like game trailers and Sean Pool's <laughs> life in God. general. Uh, a lot of a lot of people must be sad. The podcast yeah. has come to an end. Rest this in pussy, Sean. Yeah. Oh, he will. We're also canceling the podcast <laughs> and the channel. Uh, what? No. Yeah, we are. Don't lie to them, Lord. Spool Lawrence. did it. Yeah. We, the kids uh, believe your lies. Spool did it, so now we're shutting everything down. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Spool. We hope you're happy, uh, but the channel's over. Now Fun I'm is over. Yeah, we got to shut it down. Thanks, well, Spool. Thank you, everybody, for listening this week. Our final dude soup. Podcast. Yeah, our final dude soup. <laughs> final everything. They're gonna believe you. No, they're the not. It, so. not like they believe. They still think James was an intern. At I am. They don't. Because I am. Yeah. <laughs> I was just hoping to learn from you, Sean, but that's over. <laughs> Uh, just a quick reminder, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please give us a little rating on iTunes or whatever service you use. Uh, apologies again, we're solving some feed problems. And apologies about the last podcast on the website. It was only 18 minutes long for some reason, but it's been fixed. Uh, so we're going to take a closer look at that from now and make sure that doesn't happen again. But uh, Yeah, Spool, thank you for all your work. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And still, Spool's still going to be in videos. Yeah, for quite uh, for, a while. For the for next little while, just yeah. based off how we make content here. So at some point, you're gonna say, "God, just leave already." Yeah, yeah. So even so, though it's been announced, you'll be seeing him. It's, yeah. to it's designed to cover his tracks, so that yeah. way you guys don't know. Yeah. You can't intercept him on um, the road. <laughs> right? You, the you cops can't get uh, me. You haven't seen it yet, Spool, but I did already have someone make a best of Spool video. Really? Yeah. I had that done like only it's like, called breast of spool. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like zoomed on my picture, chest. Yeah. Also, I had it done. I had it done years ago. Can so. we keep using <laughs> before you ever started here? Yeah. Well, I, I have one last important question. What's up? So there's that awesome night, picture Johnny. of spool on the subreddit now. Can we keep using that? The naked sure. one. Yeah. That's from my Twitch. Yeah. Uh, you have to talk to my agent like a, for that. Two and, and a half beers and decided to take your mom. My mom. Probably with me. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for watching. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.